Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live hey, Music. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this Radio. is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live this Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this Radio. is Naomi Somm, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. Welcome to AVA Live Radio, everyone. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, with episode number 648 of Behind the Music, where you get to hear the story of the indie artist today and all that goes into production and bringing these pieces to life, which is so amazing. And speaking of, I have quite an amazing story for you today from Alina Morrow. She's been on the show before, but this is a little something different. She's been on a journey in this past couple of years, and I'm really excited to say that covering this story moving forward has been something that has been really unique because I've been able to follow her on social media over the last couple of years. Since she graduated in 2017, she's been on the right track in making film and TV and a life in that become true. She's doing instrumentals, she's doing film soundtracks, and here's one of them. Originally from Italy, now in Los Angeles, here is her new release, a production just recently for a film. This is called Miss Happy.
Absolutely beautiful and so well earned. She's done such a great job. You know, it's just even amazing to think of how far she's come so quickly. Please welcome Elena Morrow. Hi, hi, how are you? How are you? It's so good to have you here. <laughs> hi, Jacqueline. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for having me again and for giving me the chance to tell me a story of uh, dreams coming true. <laughs> This is yeah. really a dream come true. Now, a little backstory. I remember when you and I talked, you were in Italy and you were making plans to take the leap and go to Los Angeles. And you were trying to decide at that time between, I think, New York and Los Angeles, right? Yeah, it was London and Los Angeles. But oh, then, that's right. Yeah. yeah, but then at one point, I was like, you know what? I always wanted to make music for film and television. And L.A. is definitely the place where I want to be. And, uh, oh, that's when great. I was, uh, yeah, since when I was a little girl, I dreamt about Hollywood, and I still don't believe that I was there. I lived in Hollywood two years, and I went to music school there. Cause, you know, coming from abroad, uh, even if you already have experience, you have to have the humility to say, to be aware that you're start you're new in town, you're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I wanna learn how I would work from professionals in professional people in the field. Because, you know, I come from Italy and as much as I've been making music like forever, uh, Hollywood is something I've never been somewhere I've never been to. So that was a great introduction to the industry. And since the day I graduated, I I feel just lucky because I always believe that this is a country where you you have you are you are given you have given chances, and it's up to you if you work hard. Um, opportunities will present, and I can say it's totally true. You come here, you, with your experience, your drive, your determination, your goals, you work hard, you meet with people, and people give you chances, and you, take, and, and you work, and, and things happen. And one work leads to another, and I've been, I met so many amazing people in this town, people who are willing to help other people, you know, having their dreams come true. It's just a beautiful true. place. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. I think also it's, I've always noticed that when you go to school or you take a class in a new place, it's just, it makes it so much better and easier to meet people because you're kind of, you're going to meet people that are your peers. And you grow together and you work on projects together. And therefore, they bring in all of the people that they know, too. So you meet so many more people that way and get involved in pretty much making your dreams come true, you know, if you're lucky enough to be able to go to school. Yeah. And also, on top of everything, right after graduation, you get the the opportunity to spend a year in the country as a graduated student from an American uh, you know, college and to work. And that's when actually things started happening because I started joining, I joined uh, guilds 
associations, and there are so many of them, and they're made by people so experienced and so willing to help. I just, uh, after that year, I, I was granted a three-year visa for, as an artist of extraordinary abilities. And I, it was a very hard process. And I couldn't have done it if it weren't for the people who I got to know and who got to know my work and supported me in any way they could with jobs, recommendation letters, everything. I'm so grateful. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so proud of you too. You know, you really worked hard for it. So I know you're grateful to everyone around you and all the opportunities, but I know for a fact you worked really hard to bring those opportunities to you. And, you know, and you wouldn't get the opportunities if you weren't talented. I can hear by just having this on the show that the production, it's the quality is so beautiful. And let me just tell you a good story. I had a, uh, a very talented instrumentalist out in Ireland contact me to be on Behind the Music a long, long time ago. And after doing one show and putting his music there and then just getting the confidence from doing that show and hearing the feedback on you know what he should be doing, he went into film and he now does full-time work for so many major productions in the U.S., all the way from Ireland. So it just shows that when you hear the quality and you've got that kind of quality, that same exact special, you know, special talent for creating something unusual that grabs the attention of the audience, something impactful. And you have a good ear for the quality of the production and all the different sounds you, you melt into it that it's become like a style. And I think that have a unique style. So I have every confidence that this next few years is going to be transformative for you. I think you're going to be keep up that work ethic and, and keep working hard and you're definitely going to get into those bigger, bigger roles on soundtracks, especially where you're located. I think you really are. So much. It, you know, it is also about being a little bit lucky and meeting the, the right people. Like this it film, is. it's been possible. This music has been possible thanks to this amazing music driven by Quentin Wolverton and produced by uh, William Brown, they're like, they come, came up with this amazing movie that's the story of a woman who, who was born rich and educated in the East Coast, and circumstances in life made her become an outlaw. So it's all about kind of my story. You have to be brave and reinvent yourself. I think these kind of stories are so inspiring about women who don't give up and they face everything they have to face, but still they, they have hope and they want to change it. They want to find a purpose in their life. You know, so when you get stories like this, it's so easy to get inspired and come out with music. And of course, talent is important and stability is important, you know, instinct. But it, it's kind of, it's all together, you know, the magical formula that makes this thing possible. It is true. Very, very true. Tell me about this project now. How did you get to do it? I mean, what what was the, the start point or the kickoff for this production? Yeah. 
that's very interesting. As I said, as it works in LA, you go to to associations meetings. So I'm in this. I'm a member of this organization called the Women in Film, and mm-hmm. uh, they have a quarterly coffee meeting in their offices. And that's when you get to meet other people, other women in the industry. And it's all about women supporting each other because, you know, this is a male-dominated industry. Like, main film, only yeah. less than 1% today, I think, is scored by women composers. So mm-hmm. as soon as I graduated, I joined these organizations, and I was having coffee, and I I met with Wendy, and we were talking over coffee, and she she told me, oh, so you're a composer? That's very interesting because I have this project, I have a script I just finished, and I'm starting shooting soon. It's about Miss Happy. She's a um, it's a one of the kind project because I'm. It's a. It's gonna be a western story book, and it's gonna be shot using miniatures in a live action animation way that lets the story move the character. So it's a very unique project, and I'm looking for uh, for a composer. And uh, so I'm like, well, I'm a composer. I would be more than happy to to do it. And so we started talking, and she's like, I really like, music-wise, I really like Ennio Morricone, what Ennio Morricone did for Sergio Leone, Western films. And, you know, I'm Italian, so you, ta- you talk to an Italian composer about such an amazing master, and I would so thrilled and like, oh, this is a challenge I absolutely want to take. <laughs> and, um, and so when we kept in touch, because it's so detailed, I'm so looking forward for the film to be out, for people to see what an amazing job the production did with this movie. Like this miniature, it's perfect. It's like you forget. It's so immersive. So... Um, then she called me and she's like, so I got the cut and I come over to your place and show you the, the film and I'm like, of course, I was so excited. And another thing I learned, um, I was in, in August, I was at Capitol Studios doing a master class in arranging and conducting for Big Ben and mm-hmm. Orchestra and with Chris Walden, who's an amazing and one of the best arrangers in town in the world, I think. And he taught us so many things music-wise, but one thing he said really, really touched my heart, and he said, when we asked him any last suggestion, he said, yes, guys, remember, there is no traffic on the extra mile. <laughs> and no. So true. Like you have to always run the extra mile. So before the director came in, I already had written, composed, arranged, recorded Misaki's film before I even saw the film, just based based on the script. So 
uh, Wendy and the producer William came to my home studio and they had a bunch of DVDs of Sergio Leone's films, helping me out to get into the mood. And we watched the film and I'm like, well, actually, I might have something for you. And I played them the scene I already had to do for the film. And they were so touched and amazing, like, oh my God, you got it, you don't need this, you know? So I ran the extra mile. That's the, that's the best, you know, suggestion I've ever had. It is so true. Just you show people you're proactive, you're moving forward, you know? And that's how great team workers are, I think. You know, it's actually, it's, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's actually brilliant advice because there's a lot of people that are in the learning stage and there's a lot of people that are even in the initial doing stage, but there are very, very few people that stick with it. And if that extra mile is anything to do with consistency and, you know, perfecting your craft, it's so true. By the time you get to that point, the competition really does thin out and it's much easier to get noted for that level. You know what I mean? Because yes. you're like right in between. You're the newcomer coming into, you know, the, the professional. And when the professional, you know, when you reach that level where you're competing with all of the top people, then, yeah, the traffic's a little harder. But that interim in between real novice and professional is such a good road because that's the time when you're growing fast and you're learning quickly and you're developing really fast. It's like when you come into your own, you can feel the energy of it. Yeah, but also um, another thing I love about this town is that you get to meet with the editors, the big composers, and to talk to them and they treat you as a peer. There are so many amazing people here. And you know what? It's not that different. Even there, they're like, because Making music for film and television is such a demanding job. The deadlines are crazy. It means you can barely sleep for weeks because you have a deadline. And that's what I find so exciting. And every new film is a new challenge. Yesterday, I I had the chance to, to meet with one of the most famous film composers from L.A., I mean, he did Disney films and big films. And we were talking about how do you feel when you have to start a new film? And he, he was so amazing hearing him saying, you know, every new film, I'm so stressed over it because it's such a responsibility. And it doesn't go away even if you have 50 years of eight, of blockbuster film experience. You know what I mean? So... In a way, it's even exciting because it's like, oh, so, so you will never get bored. You'll always be on the edge, you know? <laughs> so Isn't that the I, truth, I, yeah? Yeah. So I find it really, really exciting and motivating. Like, okay, so this is going to be an interesting ride. <laughs> it is an exciting challenge for sure. You def- You definitely it goes to show that you have to have a passion for it. And I can tell that you do because those challenges don't scare you off. You just dive right into them and you get even more excited by them. You know, it makes me think of all the times that 
I've gotten uh, interview. I've interviewed with brand new artists, and how many times they've told me that it's taken them seven years to put an album together, and how hard it was. And I keep thinking to myself, if they only knew the deadlines that were ahead of them, <laughs> they've had the luxury of seven years to do an album. And it's just not like that when you get to where you want to go. You know what I mean? So that exactly. challenge yeah. and that work ethic, yeah. it really does have to step up, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it will become even worse. So you'd rather get used to it. You have to make very, very quick choices and put together music very, very quickly. And, you know, you really need to know what you're doing. There is no room for thinking or thinking over stuff. You have to be fast and effective and possibly inspired because I still believe this makes the difference. When the film is good, everything is easier. Like I was scoring the ending of the, this film last week and it's a storybook. And when I saw every time I, I played the scene because I write to picture as a film composer, you write with your film in front of you and time code and everything. Every time I was writing and I saw the book, the storybook closing and the word the end, I started crying. <laughs> and I couldn't oh, help it. No. Because it's so touching. You know. Uh, then, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, film composers, uh, film composers are these weird people uh, feeling a lot of feelings and doing a lot of work in, in their studio. And uh, nobody... Thank you so much for, for having me here also because this is such a rare opportunity to, to tell people, many people, how it is to actually work. It's, we hear about directors, uh, actors, you know, but yeah. post-production, editors, film composers, it's not that we hear a lot about that. You know, and now they like it uh, and everything. So it's so nice to to share this passion and this, you know, and tell the story of how a composer likes it. <laughs> it's a big deal for sure, and there is a lot of work that goes into it. It's, you know, I I'm always um, I tend to be more in the. Um, forefront these days, right? With, with a lot of the work that we're doing, it's more about entertaining the social media pages as much as we can because of the way things are, have just been driven and controlled by social media. And that's fine. It's good. But it's true. A lot of people don't know all the back stuff that's going on behind the scenes. And that's because you really don't have time when you're doing that to sit and be able to tell that story to people every single day. And in your yes. case, ever so true, because when you're looking at weeks of not sleeping just to meet a deadline, the last thing that you have time to do is get on and do a live stream or do a video about the story. That becomes like an afterthought. So it's a very good you know, perception and, and, and something that we all have to be really mindful of when we look at creators today. You know, It's easy if you're going to build your brand, but it's, it's not easy to actually get the job done and build your brand. <laughs> it's hard. No, exactly. It's all about it. It's uh, yeah. You you exactly. I think you got the point because you're so 
absorbed in what this life is and, uh, you know, on top of the deadline, creativity needs a lot of energy and focus and everything. So mm-hmm. honestly, at one point, it's just that you just need your meditation time, your walking with nature, and then to go back to your work because you have a deadline to, to, to hit. And also, it's not about you and your music only because your music and you are serving another for other people's projects, you know? So I think it's twice as much a responsibility. Every choice you make, it's not about you. It's so true. You. Yeah, it's not. You're taking on that responsibility in that role. Very, very true. I've, I've been there many, many times, you know? Many, many times. But, you know, I, I think that you're also in a very good situation because you're around people on the ground. A lot of, a lot of times people don't have the ability to be in the presence of people where they can get the work and where you can show, you know, you can shine and therefore you're going to just be building your brand piece by piece, person to person. And I think that that's important too, because a lot of people are trying to do this over the internet, which is, you know, it's, it's good that we kind of like differentiate the fact that if you're not in LA, you're going to have to dedicate a lot of time to social media and reaching exactly. out to people, you know, and that's going to be like your coffee, you know, your coffee yeah. time where you get to sit down and have those conversations, consider your, your Facebook time and your Instagram time and Twitter, those conversations yeah, have to happen. Yeah. Yes, like- very much. Yeah, Absolutely. that's why I moved here. That's why I moved here. I'm like, no, I want to make it and the best way to make it. And I wanted to make the best of my time. And so I'm like, I want to be here. And uh, I found out I was right because uh, as much as LA is a big, a, the biggest town I've ever been to, um, Film, what I what I learned is that film industry community is not that big, and uh, you actually meet in person with people, and it's all about building your relationships with people in the industry, mm-hmm. meeting with them. So, and this is not possible exactly when you're when you're far away. You yep. need to find another way. But I, yeah. as I said, I wanted to be here, and uh, I'm so glad I did it. I I'm friends. so glad, too. Good move, right? Really good move. Yeah, that, that, that was the best choice I've ever, had, I've ever made. And, you know, in Italy, I had a house, and I had a permanent job. So I know. I did have security and everything. And at one point, I left my permanent job. I just took this leap of faith and I'm like, oh my gosh. There were moments when I thought to myself, oh my God, I've not a faith that in that. And then I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'll jump at one point, faith that in that will appear. I remember, I remember you were sending me pictures even from the front yard of your house. You're like, this is my last day. (laughs) You're you're doing it. I can't believe it's awesome. I remember when you were trying to make the choice and, you know, I was like, okay, well, who do we know in in London versus who do we know in LA? Where, (laughs) what what can we? I remember you were so nice to, 
you put me in touch with people here as well. I remember. I I, I told them, thank you so much again for doing that. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. It was a. I still think about that time of my life as a as another dream, a perfect dream. It was the transition, and I remember the feeling when I was on the plane to LA from Milan, and uh, at one point it just hit me and I was like oh my god I'm actually doing it I had been planning that move for so long and talking about it for so long and at one point I felt self-conscious and I'm like oh my god I'm actually doing it (laughs) (laughs) yeah right no kidding it seriously you really did very very exciting and so very proud of you again I'm so excited we got a chance to catch up and and talk about this. And, you know, I'm here. I'm, I, I know that I'm not always the most vocal, but I see all of your posts and I keep up. I've been keeping track on Instagram to see what you've been doing. And, you know, and I watch everything as you've been going through your journey over the last two years. So I'm never far. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. I know. <laughs> I know. You're I, welcome. You, you can tell because you're a wonderful host. So thank you, Jane. And you can tell. I mean, talking to you, I can tell you know who you're talking to and you care about the people you talk to. So thanks again. This this shows a fantastic work ethic on your side and also it shows you're such a nice person. I'm so glad we got to get in touch two years ago. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. We're going to have to visit one of these days when I get out to California for sure and and have coffee and see about Absolutely. everything that you're doing. Absolutely. I would love to meet. Please. <laughs> Get inside as soon as you're here. <laughs> I will. I will. You have a great day. And thank you so much for being on here today. I'm sure everybody's really Thanks. going to enjoy this. Thank you so much for having me again. Thank you. That was Elena Morrow on AVA Live Radio. She is doing so, so well. And as you can tell by the music, just beautiful. I mean, she's done such a wonderful job. I'm so proud of her and so excited that, you know, it is, it is all worked out because of course, moving like she did, she just sold everything and just took that leap of faith. And I remember that moment. It was very, very scary, but I was just so excited to see her doing it. And, you know, over the course of the years being here, I have seen people move from Australia to LA and, you know, start a career or move from the U.S. to London and start a career there. And it's been nice to be part of that. It's been kind of exciting that a lot of our community members provided that cushion, you know, when you get on the ground and you reach a place and you just really don't know where to begin, but you just kind of know that at any point in time, you can reach out through like Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or to our office. And we'll make sure that there are people there that if you do need help and you don't meet people fast or you want to make connections in the music business, that's available to you. In fact, I'm just doing it right now with someone in New York that's coming. And, um, you know, those are, those are key cities to be able to hit the ground and actually have people in the music business. Because when you meet other musicians, you get to know their venues, they introduce you, you get to know their production companies and everybody they're working with, and then you have choices and availability right off the bat. And that's probably the number one reason why we built this network in the beginning was to not only bring exposure, but 
to have that really wonderful kind of secret society of creators that are positive and that are just wonderfully creative people that don't don't feel any kind of competition with each other. They just want to help each other. And I, I feel like we really nurtured that here over 10 years.